now I'm sure that most of you know the old story about the astronaut who went far out into space and was asked on his return whether he had been to heaven and seen God. And he said yes. He said yes. He said yes. Greetings, ladies, gentlemen, non-binaries, and sentient artificial intelligence. Join us on this journey to find the others. Because no matter where we find ourselves in this multiverse, the act of existing is all too familiar. Guys? Mushroom has a tremendous problem solving ability. Herbs are blood of the universe. Herbs are good activity. As we look across this great expanse and stare at the stars, we can't help but be reminded these lights, though we're seeing them all at the same time, happened across a multi billion year delta. Some of those fires burned millions of years ago. Some billions, but all of them happened so we could experience them in this one singular moment. They called us scouts. They called us seekers. They called us Hoosiers. But we were destined to question everything. Sophisticate here on WGNU 920am.com. It's the April 12th, 2019 edition of Hoosier Sophisticate Radio. Uh, highly anticipated. Highly anticipated. Yeah. Uh, Steve left me to my own devices again with the producer, the guy that's not normally behind the camera. I don't really know what to do. I'm a little nervous. I got this. Thankfully, we've got great sponsors that allow us to stumble through this, like Missouri Medical Cannabis Company. MomedCanCo.com makes this whole presentation happen. Enter HOSO at checkout, capital H-O, capital S-O. You'll get 15% off your entire order, site-wide. Big week, fun week, a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, what did you have? You have, you have a little fun last night with the buddy? I did. A, a friend of the show, Sam Lyons, and I, We uh, first of all, big shout-out to We Are Live Radio, our friends Chris Travis and the other Chris. They uh, put on a great show last night, great lineup. Angela Smith killed. Our buddy Michael Price was there. He killed. And, of course, when I walked in, Sam was just murdering. Really? Oh, yeah. Sam killed it. And it was All three great. of them have been on our show. I just want to pat ourselves on the back on uh, that one. Yeah, I mentioned that. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah, so Sam was killing it. We stayed around for karaoke. Me and Sam felt necessary to do a, a classic. Um, we did a little duet. Okay. Uh, I swear by all for one. Oh, by the moon and the stars in the sky. A beautiful composition. I think we got... Johnny on a spot with my three-year-old son at soccer park. If anyone wants to know what I'm doing, why don't you be a good Boom, father and pay attention the to the game? How's, how's our guy doing? Oh, he's dominating out there. He's got his Ronaldo Jersey on and he's like, everyone's like, Hey, Ronaldo pass. He's jersey, like, when I, we had t-shirts. Actually, when you, wear Ronal- back. when you wear Ronaldo's Jersey, uh, you don't have to pass. Exactly. Ronaldo don't pass. I'm like, you're Ronaldo's son. Do what you got to do. Okay, baby? Back to my what a day, though. Yeah, so Sam, um, me and Sam, we we sang that little number, and then uh, we saw this guy had like a trench coat on and like a blue bandana and long like shaggy hair and, and, and a scruffy face, and he like kind of walks up with these gothy kind of boots on, and it's like, I want to sing a song, and he signs up, okay. Right? And then he goes and sits at the bar just by all by his lonesome. And we're sitting there, me and Sam, we're trying to discuss, like, what what do, what do you think this guy's going to sing? We're, like, placing bets. Like, he's going to sing Seether or, like, Marilyn Manson or something It'd like that. Maybe a puddle of mud. 
something I hate my dadish. Okay, something yeah. like that. Sure. Yeah. Uh, he goes up there, and the first thing he does in this crazy deep voice is he's like, he points to Sam because Sam had just uh, did Big Papa. Okay. By the notorious Big. Okay. Yeah. Notorious Big. He's yeah. Yeah. Rest big in one. peace, uh, Biggie big Smalls. Mm-hmm. So he goes up there and goes. I just want to give a shout out to this guy right here and points to Sam. He's like, I couldn't do what he did. And that was kind of weird. This guy's kind of like gothy pirate-ish. Like a, <laughs> he's, a, he's a 2019 goth pirate. Yeah, something okay. like that. Johnny Depp. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, not he's better looking than Johnny Depp. But, uh, no, this guy goes up there and he just kills. He sings My Way by Frank Sinatra. Really? And he just lets out this voice. Like the whole crowd, like people are on their feet clapping. Eddie Vedder dressed like Axl Rose singing Frank Sinatra. Yeah. And me and um, me and uh, Sam and our buddy Kankles, we all look at each other. Our eyes are just huge. We're like, dude, this guy's killing it. There's this group of hot chicks on this table just standing up and screaming like at a freaking NSYNC concert or something. So that was pretty interesting. And we wanted to get – we wanted to get our buddy Sam in studio tonight, but he had a show. So unfortunately, we had to. We have somebody, uh, or fortunately, I should say, we have somebody filling in for Sam. He sent us a comedian, local comedian, Pat Ryan. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. Thanks All right, for coming in. Great say hi to Pat, please. Steve. Hi, Pat. Hi, Steve. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I couldn't be there so you could meet me. Yeah, here's the thing, Pat. You must know that Steve does not like when we bring comedians in because Steve still lives in a world where he thinks he's the funniest person alive. Goal, boys. We just we just netted one. All right. Goal. Are there like bullhorns? You should bring one. So is that? Uh, I'll did, get in there on the next play. Did you, uh, did you guys uh, get after him, Dad? <laughs> get after him. Did you guys? Uh, you sang? Did you sing anything by yourself? You said that Sam sang Big Pop. I, I usually sing some Green Day. Ooh, what's Green Day song? Uh, long long view. view. I was gonna. I pegged you for a Long View guy. Uh, it's one of my. I, I mean, I just remember being a kid and seeing that video, and I was, it's so relatable. It, he's just sitting on the couch, bored, flipping through the channels. That was your that was your uh, that was your childhood. No, I wasn't my whole childhood, but you know, there's different videos you can relate to. That's definitely one of them. When Steve and I, when, when Steve when Steve gets in here, we'll uh, we'll recap it. This morning, we had the opportunity to uh, set up shop for Hoosier Sophisticate uh, at the MCIA Canacon STL. Once uh, this is now the uh, fourth conference that we've we've had a little bit of a presence at and had a chance to to see um, all of these different facets of the cannabis industry come together. And what was really cool uh, about today in particular was with all of these events that have already taken place and all of the, the hundreds and thousands of people that have done it, this one um, was a lot of people we haven't had a chance to meet yet. So it was a really great networking opportunity. Uh, if you haven't had a chance, check out Hoosier Sophisticate on Facebook. If you're listening on 920 AM, uh, WGNU920AM.com. If you are podcasting this next week, and you're listening to it on iTunes or Stitcher or any of your major podcasting platforms, go check out the Who's Fiscate page on Facebook. We have interviews with, with vendors, with patients, uh, with people putting on the conference, with people that are trying to push legislation, uh, people from normal. All kinds of great cannabis content uh, was was recorded today. Super excited to, to recap that a little bit with, uh, with Steve in the second hour when he gets in here. Uh, we've got uh, – we're going to go down the rabbit hole. Um, they, got, they got our guy. They got Julian Assange. They got him because he was being rude. The Ecuadorian said, enough. <laughs> he was being rude. That's what they said. They said, hey, look, he was fine, at the, but he started being mean to the help. Yeah, belligerent. So if there is anything that you take from this, uh, we had a, a little talk back and forth on our, on our fan page, Sophisticated Hoosiers, the other day. And it was about, you know, everybody's got to right. Nobody has to be likable. There's no rules that say you have to be nice. But and, and you're, you're 100% free to be as cantankerous as you would like to be. However, you're going to get a lot further in this world if you don't have piss and vinegar running through your veins. And I think Julian Assange may have proved it by getting kicked out for being rude because now he's, he's looking at time. So we're going to talk about that a little bit. Uh, talk about Moses and the burning bush. Want to get into that a little bit? Oh, yeah. You guys want to get weird with it? I've always wanted to get weird with that. You want to get weird with that? I, I would love to get weird with it. Let's get really weird with it, Pat. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to throw something at you right now. Let's just jump in right still now. still got Steve. I think, St- Steve, are you on board with this? I'm, I'm totally on board. My guy. Listen, I got some news for you, Steve. This is going to really pin your ears back. Okay, I'm ready for it. Moses was probably on drugs when he experienced God in a burning bush. Now, there are some pretty intense moments in the Bible. Bushes erupt in fire, lightning screeches from the sky, and loud symphonic sounds lead prophets and saints to sacred events. 
Moses has several experiences in which he encounters God in an intense sensory fashion. But was the really experiencing all of these things, or was Moses on drugs? Well, there's some doctors out there that have been doing a little bit of research, and they've got a little bit of a hypothesis, Steve. Uh, Seth, Pat, I'm talking to you, too. When it comes to the sensitive subject of drug use in the Bible, Dr. Benny Shannon of the Hebrew, it might be Shannon of the Hebrew University of Jerusalem, is the leading expert. Isn't there all kinds of stuff going on in Israel? They're not afraid to talk about it. No. I mean, there's a lot of history, a lot of history there. Uh, he claims that specific plants available on the Sinai Peninsula could have created a hallucinogenic effect when consumed together, extremely similar to the Amazonian tradition of ayahuasca tea. He has used ayahuasca himself and believes it can open the mind to a religious experience like no other. What do you think, Steve? I think my kid needs to be somebody. But also, <laughs> I think a lot, a lot of the uh, religious um, stories and tales, I mean, I grew up in the, in the in the stories of the Bible, so I totally buy into all that stuff, that there is definitely a psychedelic nature to all this extreme spiritualism. No doubt about it. If somebody in modern time, like somebody today was like, oh, I talked to God through a burning bush, man, it was gnarly. You'd be like, you know, this man is on LSD. It's a, it's a, uh, you know, it's a hard subject because a lot of people, when you're talking about faith, um, with faith comes heresy. And there's people that are afraid of, uh, you know, possibly being, uh, um, What's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, disrespectful uh, to others' faith. And so Dr. Shannon, Dr. Shannon, I need to find that out, makes it very clear he wants to retain respect for the Jewish and Christian faiths. Publications such as The Guardian have misrepresented his work in the past, touting that Moses was high headline and twisting the professor's words. Terms such as drug and trip and high and stone are ones he wants nothing to do with and he does not condone. It's highly controversial research at this point, totally theoretic. But it offers an interesting and plausible explanation of many of the events in the Bible. Now, I am hip to this in the sense that uh, it's widely believed that the burning bush was acacia. And acacia does have a fairly high you know concentrate. I have no idea what that okay, is. Okay, good. I, I didn't want to be the only person here that didn't it's know what the fairly, was It's uh, got a about. fairly high concentrated amount of dimethyltryptamine, or DMT, okay. oh, yeah. in the plant. So oh, the yeah. idea is, is as this bush burned, it was throwing off... Uh, perhaps some uh, so the, DMT the burning inhalants. bush was really there, but his speaking to God through it is the effect of a uh, DMT uh, uh, in the atmosphere. That listen, have... listen, you know Moses had that old head DMT too. Which is that <laughs> it's a sublime He's an OG. Lyric. He's an OG for sure. You uh, like that, Pat? Keep up, buddy. Come there's, on, I'm there's, on the phone here. Come on, Pat. <laughs> There's uh there's 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 more to that. I, I think uh anybody it would behoove you if you if you, if that even sounds remotely interesting, uh look up um what the original sacrament were or what people think the original sacraments were. And some of these churches that are hundreds, if not thousands of years old, cathedrals with stained glass where Jesus is holding a sacrament that is quite reminiscent of uh Psilocybe Cubensis, uh also known to be a pretty healthy psychedelic. Um and actually you know, I, I know acid and I and I know shrooms. Well, shrooms would be Psilocybe Cubensis there. Okay. Yeah. Cuz you're always like bringing up these wacky Well, terms. hey, listen, the the way to get people to listen is to sound like you're smart. <laughs> you'll you'll figure <laughs> this it out. This man eventually. reads from a card. I, yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh so Pat, how many so so when did you decide that you were addicted to acid? Uh, I mean, have you taken it, not taken it, rather not say? Whoa, I mean, whoa, I like this guy. I mean, I haven't I haven't taken it yet, but that's... Uh, uh, yet. Yeah, yeah, here, the yeah on the commercial break, you're going to... We are the worst influences, allegedly, yeah. uh, on this side of the river. Allegedly. Pat, let's talk about you a little bit, sir. Are you a, you a St. Louis guy through and through? You born and raised up in these here parts? Yeah, I, I grew up uh, just outside the city in Shrewsbury, and then uh, about seven years ago, I moved out to Fenton. Right on. The My Shrewsbury's man, Shrewsbury Fenton connection. Woo! <laughs> Steve actually like went the opposite. He went from Fenton to Shrewsbury, so you guys just missed each other. You well, probably passed each other in moving trucks, for sure. Yeah, well, darn, Steve. I wish I knew you were going to move to Shrewsbury sooner. I know, right? We could have been best friends. Now I'm stuck with Seth and Craig. Ew. <sighs> All right. Oh well. Let's talk a little bit about you, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> Let's uh so so you got some events coming up. You're friends with Sam, which makes you I guess okay. It makes me a little leery of you, but that's okay. Uh stand up. 
you always been kind of the you you've been in the room funny. You stand up in front of a lot of, when you were a kid. Were you kind of standing on your head making people laugh? What, what's your what's your story there? Actually, when I was a kid, I was usually that quiet kid in the corner who was off reading a reading a book that was way above my grade level. Oh, huh. see, see, yeah, what, what the, books? Oh, I I was reading uh, like a lot of Mark Twain when I was about nine years old. And, and he's on the poster. And he's on the poster us. behind us. Missouri made, sir. Right on. Uh, so full time gig is this is something you moonlight in? Is this your is this your passion? Where, where, is it cathartic? What what is it that uh, makes you crazy about comedy? Well, I mean, when I was in high school, I watched a lot of Comedy Central, and it's like I just really enjoyed it. It's something I wanted to do. And then about three and a half years ago, I just happened to end up at an open mic night with, with uh, one of my friends. And so I talked to the guy who ran it, uh, who is Chad Walls, who runs the comedy shipwreck at the Heavy Anchor every Monday. And I was like, is it possible for me to get up there? He's like, yeah, sure. I'll put you on the list. And about 1 o'clock in the morning, I was the last person to go up. There was about four people in the audience, including my friends, and I didn't completely, uh, you know, eat. wasn't a total miss? It wasn't a total miss. I got a couple of chuckles. So it's like, yeah, I could, if I actually planned something, I might be able to do well. Yeah. And it worked out for you? Yes, did you, I did. did you get a rush from that? Oh, I got a major rush. Yeah. Kind of addictive? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, on Facebook the next day, I said that I lost my stand-up virginity, and people were like, wait, what? And they're like, yeah, I, I did stand-up comedy for the first time. So if you had to describe your style of comedy using a food group, what would it be? <laughs> and I, I want to say, like, Jello. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be like all the sugar because it's. Uh, <laughs> I have there. I have no stream of consciousness to my to my jokes because I tried once and I almost drowned. And That's scary. Yeah. Are you a, a clean comic? Yeah, you're a filthy comic, aren't you? Uh, I'm not no, real blue. I can see it on your face. I mean, I've got some dirty jokes, but I'm also not like straight up clean cut. Sure. Take home the mom. Tell Take home the mom. Is that a comedy term there? Like, that, I'll take you home to my dad. He really took home the mom tonight. <laughs> it's you know, like in high school when you're like when some boy is like nice enough, you can take them home to your mother and she'll feed you. And... Oh, I thought you said take home the mom. Take home to mom. You, you've never heard that terminology before. Of no, someone you can take Steve, home to your mother. I'm going to hang what up kind on of Steve. Broken home? Did you come from, my friend? <laughs> I'm just gonna hang up on Steve. How's the soccer Hi, I'm game? Sorry, I didn't see you there. I was too busy blocking out the haters. So let's talk about some stuff you got coming up. Sam's not here hey, tonight because he's got a. Sh- can, you, can we get that uh, at some point, please? Thank you. Oh no! Hey, for drops. You know what? Now that we got the drops going, we might as well acknowledge that integrity is in the building. Integrity in the building. <laughs> and Steve is not. He's watching kickball. That's true. That's true. Uh, let's, hey, Ronaldo, figure it out, let's, bro. Let's take a uh, let's 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 take a second here. Let's talk about what you got coming up. Uh, you got uh, you got a show going on. You said are you still doing some work at the Heavy Anchor. Uh, yes, uh, Wednesday night at eight o'clock is uh, Yours, Mine, and Ours, which Sam uh, hosts every month uh, with Meredith Hopping. Except this month, Emily Hickner is his guest host. Okay, uh, I'm doing uh, ten minutes. Uh, Purdy B, uh, Kate Barton are all both on the show, and Justin Luke, who uh, right now is somewhere up north in like Iowa or so, is headlining. Right on. Hmm. That sounds awesome, man. Then. Uh... Uh, let's see here. What? Oh, nope. That's all. That's all we got here. Justin Luke headlines. I've never heard of Justin Luke. We've had everybody else in the studio. You're the last person. Why have you been holding out on us? Is what I want to know. Because I didn't know until like a month ago. Sam actually like appeared on the show at all. <laughs> well, you got an in now. All right. Well, we asked you some very basic questions, so I think right now we're just going to start rapid firing at you, and just to get you to get to know you on a few different levels. All right. You die and come back as a scented prophylactic. What scent are you? Hmm. I don't even know what that is. It's a condom. Oh. <laughs> oh, flavor prophylactic is a condom. I'm a Trojan. Yeah. Uh, you're a scent, though. No, like, just they, they, they oh, have scent. you ever used a condom? Standard, standard rubber scent, actually. That's yeah, yeah I'm, scent. I'm just your run of the mill rubber scent. Not the ones you get in a box, the one you have to buy one at a time. <laughs> Can we go ahead and clip? Let's see. Uh, we're going to clip that off at 19 minutes, and I'm just your run of the mill rubber scent. All right, Craig, what do you got? You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run to some of our. Um, our hot seat, seat questions. Uh, what's, the, what's the worst thing about you? <laughs> oh, man. Steve loves Yeah, that we like question. to get deep. I would tell you the worst thing about me is that 
a lot of the time I can just say some nasty things about people behind their backs. Ooh, oh, right on. We can all say that, but that's still good. That's still I good like one. that. What's the, what's the best thing about you? Uh, I am that friend who is willing to go help you at 3 in the morning if you're in trouble. It's a great thing. I'm not that friend. Right after it. I'm not that friend, but, oh, well, I mean, it depends. Really, Yeah, another one, Steve? Situation. Yep, what is, uh, what's the name of the book of your life or the movie of your life? How did I survive this? How did I survive this? Okay, who narrates the bear, it? The Bear Grylls story. <laughs> <laughs> who, who narrates your, your life story? I, I would say Christopher Walken. It's a great. I, anything that throws the cadence off a little bit, I'm a big fan of. Uh, I do it with, with Steve and Seth as much as possible. I like to just <laughs> throw a brick out there and really slow things down. I'm like a, I'm a seasoned veteran pitcher where I'm going to control the pace of this game. Okay? One yeah, you know what I, I like? That's it. I, I, I was hoping that was it. <laughs> if you were a car, what kind of car would you be? I'd probably be an ice cream truck. <laughs> Why is big that worm. my favorite? Uh, big worm, big worm is in studio, ladies and gentlemen. I, was, I pictured a sweet tooth from Twisted Metal, <laughs> no doubt. That was I love sweet tooth. Seth, you got any questions for him? Oh, of course. He, he loves kids. Oh, wait a minute. I got one last one. You got to have a song played at your funeral. What's the song? Bridge over troubled water by Simon and Garfunkel. Great choice. Okay. Great choice. All right. Bravo, uh, sir. Okay, so I, I enjoy a Hawaiian style pizza from once like. From you know, every once in a while, um, Craig thinks putting pineapple on pizza is blasphemy. What team are you on? Are you pro pineapple on pizza? I agree, it's blasphemy. It is blasphemy, okay, punishable by like cutting your tongue out. That's, like, that's, that's I, ridiculous. I don't even like pineapple to begin. Some with. libertarian over here, like put put in something I hate on one of my favorite foods. I'm just gonna just perform an exorcism on you. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you got another one. Uh, yeah, sure. If you could be invisible for a day, what would you do? Like, just one activity that would that comes to mind that you'd have to make sure you get done. Anal. <laughs> <laughs> Only because, like, I like the surprise angle there, Steve. <laughs> I'm at soccer park surrounded by children. Just that. He was no. That's funny. Is Steve would just stand there quietly for like a solid three minutes. All of a sudden, he just goes anal out loud. He doesn't realize that's what it sounded like hey, to everybody buddy, else. Soccer park with kids. Give it down, please. Thanks. Oh, you, I, I yeah, guarantee yeah. we're. The funny thing about that is, I Are guarantee we you we're on speakerphone. Oh, hi, kid. Good, good job. You're all winners. <laughs> I mean, yeah, everyone gets a trophy. Uncle Seth yeah. and everyone gets a trophy, and Uncle Pete's going to pick you up in his ice cream truck. <laughs> his yeah. name's Pat, but, but his brother Pete is oh, also – his brother Pete is navigating. Did well, I'm trying to keep him out of the pedo file. <laughs> oh, keep me out of the pedo file? Yes. <laughs> so uh, did you ever answer my question, or are you trying to dodge this? Oh, no. I, 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 yeah, no, I think that I would probably just go and graffiti everything. Hmm. Like, Ooh, like right. where does this floating can of spray paint come from? I would, I would actually sit and watch that, like uh, as a spectator. Like, look at this floating can. What does it have in store for me on the graffiti wall today? We got a what? If, I got another one for you. Weird. Seth, do you remember this one? Yeah. If you uh, your last meal, what would it be? You're on death row. I can. See you're a you're what a callous mine? murderer. I'm, I know. I'm, I'm finishing your. Uh, these are all sets. I'm giving <laughs> all credit to all sets. <laughs> Uh, I, was, I was jumping. Might have here. been the best. I just wanted to know. Open up for him. What's the last thing you're you're throwing down the gullet, Pat? Oh, I know there'd be some fried chicken from KFC, their biscuits, Rally's French fries. <laughs> okay. No, no, I'm liking this. <laughs> have you thought about this? I'm liking this. Yeah. I, no, I, I like this. You have this written down somewhere. He's like, oh, no, yeah, gotta, right it, out of the gate. Okay. All right. Rally's so you fries. got some fried chicken. I'm with you on that. I'm, I, I would I would go Popeyes, but I can dig on on KFC. That's fine. Yeah. It's like, I grew up on KFC because there's no Popeyes near me growing up. So. I get it, brother. I get it. Once you do, it's it's a game changer. The yeah. red beans and rice. I I don't even know. I don't even know how to deal with their red beans and rice. Oh. You got a dessert coming? Oh man. Pro- Gotta go, uh, gotta go, gotta go, uh, gotta go some apple pie. Ooh, you're just an American, you're an all-American boy. And you know this, man! <laughs> oh, I like that one. Uh, what's your bucket list destination? Where are you trying to go before you die? My destination, uh, I'd like to, I'd like to go to France. Really? Yeah. yeah, you are an all-American guy. Yeah, I can yeah. see it in you. Yeah, and then I'd also like to go to Finland because like, apparently there's like some bar over there that has like a giant beer that you can bet that you can get. 
It's like the glass is so huge that they have to have like uh, a tap on it. <laughs> Just keep buying beers. <laughs> Why would you make? Are you, you are you finished? You look finished. Are you finished? No, I'm Irish. Oh, okay. Well, I, I, I thought that was my next guess. Finished. It was you ish. <laughs> Are you I'm finished? Sorry. Are you finished? Are we done? No. I got, I got one more for you. Uh, what's your guilty pleasure song? The song that you blast when no one's around, but you'll never really admit that you are that you like it until now on live radio. Oh, man. I got a couple of those. Um, oh, give us all of them because I, I like to celebrate. And, and, and listen, I'm, I was singing Counting Crows in the car before I came in oh. here. Oh. Yeah. Right before I came in. I, I do like uh, Last Friday Night by Katy Perry. Great choice. Yeah, and then uh, I, I listen to Suit and Tie by Justin Timberlake. I can see that. I'll listen to you. Know, are you like uh, singing in the hairbrush in the mirror type type of guy at home? You like to just kind of get yourself pumped up? Like, yeah, I'm going, who's yeah. sophisticated, you know? Got, yeah, got oh, yeah. no shirt on, you're looking in the mirror. Yeah, I will I will do that sometimes. No. <laughs> I, I sing in the shower. I'll sing, in, I'll sing to, to my hairbrush. I'll sing in the car driving up. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Cool. You're a jovial guy. I appreciate I appreciate how kind your face is and how warm your smile is. You make me want to have some fun here. Uh, give me something that you love. What's uh, We like to play a game called Things I Love where we just try to find the little things. I'll give you an example. I love hey, let me butt in. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end this game real quick, and then I'm going to head back to my car, charge my phone. I'll call you guys when I'm on my way. Okay. Bye. Right, see you, boys. See you. See you, Steve. We like to play this game, and it's just all the little stuff, right? It's, it, it's a really a practice in gratitude. I'm a big fan of a brand new pair of like white tube socks, like the first time you ever put them on, the way that it just wraps around your foot. It will never feel like that again. After you wash it, it's done. You might as well throw it in the trash. If I was made of money, I would never wear socks a second time, ever. I would just burn them. What's something small that you love? Hmm. I do. I do like the the feel of like a fresh undershirt when you put it on, like yeah. right, right when you get out of the shower and you dry it off. Okay. Good. Good fresh laundered sheets is another good one. The smell. Oh mm. yeah. What about you, Seth? What do you love? I like driving past cemeteries on a fall day. I do too. You ever take a? You ever? You, are you the kind of guy that takes a gal to a cemetery to be intimate? I've done it. I knew you did. Oh yeah, I knew you. It's did. not. <laughs> I look over. Did integrity say something? Just <laughs> he's just blown away by how sick you are as a human being. No, Speaking I. Speaking of sick, are we? Uh, you know, go ahead. I, I was going to ask it. the magic question, but we are. Uh, we're uh, we're up right. against. Show's it. over. That's let's all. jump. We only do a half hour. Let's jump to a quick break. Let's also let's also plug your show one last time before the break. What do you got coming up? Yours, mine, and ours. Where, when can they find you? Yeah, tomorrow night I'll be at Apotheosis Comics on Grand at 8 p.m. It's $5 to get in. It's a great show. Uh, Ken Warner's on it. Kyla Mattoon. Uh, other people are on it. How do you remember all these people? There's 100 million comics in St. Louis. What's going on here? Uh, there's literally a group chat that has everybody who's in who's on the show tomorrow. If there was an animal royal rumble, okay, <laughs> all of the animals, all of the apex predators are in a coliseum. Uh there's like a small area of water, which is still pretty big. That it, that which animal uh, is going to come out victor? Who is the Royal Rumble champion of all of the wild animals out there? I'm going. I'm going to go with the elephant because it's going to be hard to take him down. Like an African bull elephant. Yeah, like African bull elephant. Okay, okay, that's a good choice. I don't know many people have chosen an elephant, but you catch one of those tusks, you're in trouble. Oh, <laughs> you catch one of those tusks, you're dead. You're done. You're done, though. You're donezo. We're going to take a quick break. If you want to join us for the second uh, part of the hour here, we're happy to have you in here. This is Hoosier Sophisticate. Thank you for joining us. We will catch you on the other side of the break. Say word. Last February, we held our first Hoosier Tattoo Day at Tower Classic Tattooing in the Grove. And I got to tell you, a lot of really sweet art happened on that day. Everyone who showed up left very happy with their new tattoo. The artists did everything they could to ensure everything drawing to the application itself was perfected and exceeded the expectations of each individual client we packed the house and the artist remained cool as a cucumber the whole time if you got the itch to get inked visit tower classic tattooing located at 4146 manchester in the grove check out their artist profiles at towerclassic.com insurance quote anywhere 
What people are really looking for is someone to help manage the risk of everyday life. And that's exactly what James Carlton State Farm does. He's also dangerously handsome. James Carlton has the best customer service in the game. You'll never get a voicemail, and you'll always get a great back rub. He has the softest hands. A strong sense of community is important to who he is as an agent. From local school sponsorships to sandbagging during floods, it's paramount to be a part of the community. We love the cut of his jet. Guys, call 314-961-4800. Find them online at carltoninsurance.net. We wish, we wish he was our dad. Hey there, Crager. Well, hey, Steve. How you doing, buddy? Man, I've been pretty good. That's good. Hey, you heard anything about them newfangled hemp oils they got now? I just don't know where to find a good one. Well, I find the best full-spectrum hemp oil from MoMedCanCo.com. Where? I get it from MoMedCanCo.com. Is it expensive? It don't cost two kittens' whiskers. And if you enter HOSO in the promo box, you're going to get yourself 15% off. Buddy, it sounds like we're squatting Tom Cotton. Darn right we are. Where can I find them? You can find them online, momedcanco.com, Missouri Medical Cannabis Company. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. Go Google it. I wanna let the shingles down, girl, for you. I wanna let the shingles down, boy, for you. I'm gonna do some siding, get you excited. James Hardy siding. Google it. I'm really about to call it a lifetime. You know I make your neighbors cry, cry. Cause we tell all the leaks go back. And you know we all do the side. Guys, Lifetime Roofing. They're the best roofers in the game. Best customer service. LifetimeSTL.com. Google them. Roof, roof? You know what that sound is. That's Rufus the Roofing Dog from Lifetime Roofing and Renovation. They're former insurance adjusters. They will fly a drone over your house to check to see if you've had any hail damage. Heck, they'll get up there and tell you themselves. They have an office in Webster Groves, and they're looking to help you out. Lifetime Roofing and Renovation, 314-800-0426. Give them a call. Find them online at LifetimeSTL.com. Hey there, sophisticated Hoosiers. Have you been to our website? Visit HoosierSophisticate.com and listen to our uncensored podcast. Share some laughs with us. Send us fan mail so we can feel warm and special. Buy our merchandise so that we can eat. Wear your Hoosier Sophisticate t-shirt at social gatherings and let the women approach you. Wear it around the office and get that big promotion instead of Ted. That's right. Screw Ted. Ted sucks. That's HoosierSophisticate.com. Listen, insurance is not something you want to gamble on. Now, what my associate's trying to say is that uh, James Carlton State Farm is really cool. You're not even going to believe it. Like, uh, let's say you're driving along on the road with your family, and you're driving along, la la, patch of ice, can't quite stop, boom, you bump into the guy next to you. James Carlton's got somebody out there ready to take care of you 24-7. You call him at 314-961-4800. Now, here's what happens with the other guy's insurance. You're driving along, kids are in the backseat, Daddy, I gotta go to the bathroom. Not now, damn it. Ice. You can't stop. Here comes the adjuster. Adjuster gets out. He says, oh, my God. New guy's in the corner puking his guts out. All because you want to save a couple extra pennies. To me, it just doesn't make much sense. Guys, check out carltoninsurance.net, 314-961-4800. If your insurance is costing you a leg and an arm, call James Carlton State Farm. 
Sergeant Jabari Wright. In the Army, I was trained as a combat lifesaver in 2012, had an accident and became paralyzed. I was used to working in healthcare and how am I supposed to help people and I'm in a wheelchair now. It really severely impacted my confidence. Jim Arndt, PAVE program, Paralyzed Veterans of America. PAVE helps veterans rebuild lives with valuable careers. We assess the skills, build the resumes, and help with the interviewing skills to be able to find a career that our veterans are looking for. PVA took what I was doing in the military and helped me translate that to meaningful employment in the civilian sector. Hooking up with them helped to empower me. PAVE really concentrates on the one-on-one relationships. Unlike other programs that measure success by placements alone, PAVE places greater emphasis on quality jobs and continued support, our Partner for Life guarantee. To learn more, visit pva.org. A public service message from Paralyzed Veterans of America. You're on the line with the Z-Man. Jump online with the Z-Man weekdays at 4 p.m. Let me tell you something. Much to the to the chagrin of many others, I have no problem with Wainwright starting it off. I think Wainwright can win ten ball games in the number five spot. From the best fans in baseball to all of us that bleed blue, the Z-Man Mike Zarek has the latest in sports. Online with the Z-Man weekdays from four to six p.m. here on WGNU. WGNU, the talk of St. Louis. Streaming live at WGNU920AM.com. Technology has evolved so quickly that the people running capitalism from the top no longer understand the tools that are necessary for it. They have to pay guys with ponytails and, and piercings to turn on the machines every morning. And that must be very terrifying to them. Hoosier Sophisticate on WGNU with your hosts, Craig Kohler and Stephen Elgin. Oh, yeah. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Hoosier Sophisticate here on WGNU. Welcome back. NU 920 AM. You can stream us live at WGNU920AM.com, Facebook Live, YouTube, Mycelial Media. If you can't catch us tonight, if you're just you're like, you know what, I want to listen to this in the car. It's hard to have the video streaming all the time. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Stitcher, Player.fm, Google Play. Where you at? Where are you listening? Come check it out. You see all this cool gear that we're wearing? You see our hats? We got them in about every color. They're out there. They're on the merch tab on HoosierSophisticate.com where you can find all of our past audio, past interviews. We make it real easy for you. We got a Hoosier Cotillion coming up in about a week. This tickets are going to go on sale to the public, so you better grab them. You better get on it quick because there's going to be about 50 sold, and it's done. That's it. Got to build a little bit of a. I got to. I got to build it up for you a little bit. This is this is the big leagues, guys. You want to be a part of this? You want to be a part of this community? Put your money where your mouth is. He's not kidding. Wait, are we? It sounds like you're in a Steve waterfall. Back. Now you're in. Oh, man. You can't, does it sound better now? Oh yeah, it sounds it a sound, lot better. Yeah, now. it sounds like you're talking to a Pringles can. Sound better now? Yes, perfect. You sound He's, great. Okay, sounds great. Really I'm not changing. Steve, we're gonna we're gonna have a little exercise here in uh, overrated, underrated. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna play with some movies, some uh, you know, some recent ones, uh, some that have come out maybe in the last decade. Um, you tell us where you're at and why. Uh, and I really want to see you get fired up over there, Pat. I can see the passion in your eyes when we started naming some of these movies. I saw, I saw unadulterated anger in your eyes by, by some, some of the ones that Seth brought up being uh, underrated. He actually threw his chair. I, I saw down. it. I saw it. All right, Seth, hit us with the movie. I loved this movie. This Star Wars Episode Seven: The Force Awakens. I thought it was super underrated. I a lot, a lot of people trashed it, but I, surprisingly enough, I was really impressed with the movie. I liked the girl that's like, you know, the Star Destroyers that were crashed in the desert, how like the the people go. The scavengers go out there, and like you like Ray. They, yeah, you like Ray. Oh, I had a little, a little crush on her. I think that yeah, Ray is this generation's Leia, right? Like Leia was kind of the little sex pot that all the nerdy kids liked back in the seventies and the eighties. They're like, oh, look at the little buns on Leia. Can somebody put some buns on Ray? <laughs> I like Ray. Get off Ray. All right. So, um, but. Really, I think the way they killed Han Solo, that was very abrupt and out of nowhere. It's like, wait, hey, why, I, why did you do that? I, I, I'm not comfortable with this spoiler. 
I'm not comfortable with the spoiler. Can we run the, the tape back? Like Everybody has no, seen Force Awakens if they care. That enough. is a pivotal part of the movie, Seth Gabriel. The movie came out almost four years ago. If you yeah. haven't seen You don't yell at me on my show, sir. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Seth Wars, Steve, Seth. Yeah, you guys are interchangeable. And then the Darth Vader guy that was laying. I, I thought they could have picked somebody better for that, but overall, uh, overall I thought it was underrated. He's a, it's a Marine. Hmm. Did you know that? Adam Driver. Not a good. He should have stayed in. Not a good actor. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he played the petulant child quite well. I think the only person that could be better is Steve at he, being a petulant child. He reminded child. me of the guy in, in uh, Grandma's Boy. Have you seen that? Oh, or that the, the guy that designs video games. Yeah. He's like underrated comedy. He's like yeah, underrated, underrated comedy. Super underrated. Grandma's Boy is a very funny movie. Uh, I want robotic legs. That guy. That's who he that talks <laughs> like a robot. That guy. Yeah. yeah, I know what you're saying. I hate your face. Where, where are you at on it? Star Wars Force Awakens. Yeah. Force Awakens. I, I like I liked Force Awakens. I have you. Yeah. You have some reservations. You had some some. Were you a Star Wars guy going into it? You a big Star Wars fan before it came out? I like Star Wars. I'm not the big Star Wars nerd. Okay. But nerd alert. That's <laughs> <laughs> like I mean, if I did have to pick between Star Wars and Star Trek, I would go Star Wars. Of course. Ooh, I don't Those know. Those damn Trekkies. I don't know that I would. And I love Star Wars. Really? I just think that Star Trek is a much more cerebral. Show. I'm a Battlestar Galactica guy. I think that that's a fair play. No. Uh, I mean, I can appreciate that. I think that Star Trek, if you like Bang Bang Shoot 'em Up, Star Wars is your play. Yeah, for sure. I like it. It's, it, 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 it. Although the new Star Trek movies are phenomenal. J.J. Abrams got a hold of those, and they're awesome, too. Maybe a little underrated, the new ones, I think. Um, maybe even a little bit better than the new Star Wars movies. But I, did, I love Force Awakens. I saw it at, I make it a point, uh, the... Omnimax at the Science Center. Okay. When there are uh, new Star Wars movies, they played at the Omnimax. I didn't even know that. That's it's the only, Once you do that, once you watch it in 70mm IMAX, there's only a few places in the entire world where you can still see these movies on film in 70mm IMAX. Once you do that and you are wrapped, got that story wrapped around on that globe on the inside, that dome, it's, it's the only way to watch it. It almost ruins watching them <laughs> anywhere else. Uh, I, like my, I like my music on vinyl. <laughs> um. Okay. Well, finish your thought, funny man. I like my television on analog. <laughs> yes, Thank I you. analog's just a little bit better. Okay, you want to judge me? That's fine. You got another movie, Seth? Because a funny guy on the ca- in the car couldn't hey, be wait, here. I don't get to judge. No, you're done. Yeah, what do you think about Force Awakens, Steve? Well, the weird thing is, um, I like to stick my peepee in my wife, and I like to lift weight. <laughs> I've never seen any of the Star Wars. That's a lie. That's probably a lie. It's a lie. All right, we'll move I on. Just watching soccer. Let's not pretend like you're some mountain man. We got a few. Uh, I am. We got a few, uh, quite a few movies to I get am. to here, Steve. Uh, all right. The classic comedy, I believe this came out in 98, Half Baked. And believe it or not, I'm going overrated. Oof. Where are you at on that, Steve? Uh, I mean, in its time, I thought it was just glorious. But I watched it none too long ago, and it didn't hold up quite as well as I thought it would. But I don't. I think it's rated right where it needs to be. I think it's just not that fun. It's just okay funny. It's just a decent movie. I think it's a great movie for one-liners. Uh, there's a lot of really good little choice. Uh, Dave Chappelle's got some brilliant moments. Jim Brewer's got some brilliant moments. Cuban B. Has got some great great moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you bought, I, you bought Mary Jane that pearl necklace. <laughs> you obviously missed the point of that story. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I, I would uh, I would lean when it when it comes to uh, quote unquote stoner comedies. It's it's down the list for me. No, for it's sure. down the list. Yeah, Abadabba, you my fa- you yeah. my only friend. Yeah, I I liked Half Baked. I I didn't love it, but there are parts about it like. Like the part where Jim Brewer kills the horse by accident. That was Harlan that's uh, not Wilson. Jim. Yep. That oh, that, oh, that was Harlan Wilson, yeah. Seven-minute abs. Yeah. <laughs> that's a different movie. I know what movie it was, dude. Yeah, yeah, that was Harlan Wilson who killed the horse, wasn't it? Yes. It's okay. They, it, it's been, listen, all the white guys look alike. I get it, all right? You can <laughs> no. just say it, Pat. There's you can Dave say Chappelle it. and then the other guys <laughs> <laughs> in the movie. It's like if, it's like everyone watches that movie for Dave Chappelle. Stephen Wright was tremendous in that movie. The guy on the couch. As the guy on the couch. He, he played a guy who lays on a couch. Anybody can knock that role out of the park. But, but it was no. it, 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 
was a uh, a nice little uh, snapshot of his comedy, his dry approach. Yeah, I liked it. Ja- I, I liked James it. James Corden couldn't be the guy on the couch, okay? Maybe he could. I don't know. You don't. What do you know about James Corden being on the couch? He I know. Might, might be a great couch everything. actor. He, that's how he got his job on a casting couch. What is your problem with James Corden? I got a lot of problems with him, and I don't really want to get into it right now. Okay, fair enough. Believe it or not, I saw this movie in theaters, and I couldn't wait for it to be over. And obviously, I'm going to say it sucks. Um, but as far as just just being a movie and the production quality and everything like that, I'm going to go it's – I want to say slightly overrated, but I'll, I'll go ahead and say that this movie's right where it needs to be. I'm going uh, Titanic. Titanic. I thought it was hot garbage. I thought it was hot, smelly, stinky garbage. Uh, I, I wouldn't besi- put that movie through my worst enemy. I uh, wouldn't put my worst enemy. The only movie. movie, the only movie <laughs> that I think I loathe. Uh, The only movie with that kind of critical acclaim that I think I loathe more was actually made by the same director, and that's Avatar. I think both of them are steaming hot piles of trash. Uh, Just the smelliest garbage. If you've ever walked down Manhattan uh, in August when it was about 106 degrees and just the fuming hot trash that radiates from the sewers, that is so comparable to Avatar and Titanic. Uh, That was garbage. Thought it was garbage. Enough buttered stuff. <laughs> Where are you at on Titanic? I, I agree. My sister was obsessed with Titanic when uh, back in the nineties because Celine Dion, big Celine Dion fan. That and she she would be up at night watching the History Channel while while my parents were asleep, and they wouldn't know it. They wouldn't know it, and then. Like when she was like three, she would talk. She had a like a deep conversation with my cousin about the Titanic. Okay. So when it, when it came out like four years later, she, gra- like mom and grandma took her to see it in the theaters. They sat through the three plus hours that is Titanic, and then they bought it for her when it came out the next Christmas on video. And you I watched was, it around the clock. I was forced to watch it around the clock. That's brutal. I don't think you apply yourself, Smokey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, go ahead, run with the Steve. Go ahead. I, there's two things I like about Titanic is you see that girl's boobs and then you watch Leo die. I got a problem. I, I have <laughs> it's just you know, the other three hours and ninety five minutes. Kid you not? Yeah, man, I'm in the boobs. I was going to uh, <laughs> back in the day. Back in the day, there used to be a movie theater. There's now a Walmart there. It was Kenrick Movie Theater. It's yeah. where all of us pores from South City would go. Uh, and I remember going there. I can't remember what I was seeing. I'm trying to match up the timelines. I do remember who I was with. I feel like maybe we were going to see Demolition Man, but I don't think that timeline timeline matches up. And my butt, this line was wrapped around the building for Titanic, and it had already been out forever. Like these, these are clearly people. Many of these people that have seen it four, five, six times in the theaters. I just don't get it. But there were some people, first timers, and my buddy jokingly walking by, and he's like. Hey, guys, spoiler alert, the boat sinks, and people left the line disgusted because he ruined the story for them. <laughs> what the hell? And I was like wait, a sixth wait, grade. The boat, the boat sinks in that movie? Yeah. What the hell? Right? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's why I ruined the Passion of the Christ for a lot of people. Like, that's you know they're going to crucify that guy, right? Like, oh, come on, man. I thought they were going to kill Barabbas. All right, what's next? Lincoln gets shot in Lincoln? That's ex- <laughs> Hey, dude, hey, thanks kid. a lot. I haven't Jim even seen Caviezel that yet, Pat. Thanks. Ruined, Jim Caviezel ruined Passion of the Christ. Let's not get it twisted. Is that the guy that played Jesus? Yeah. Probably. That was him. Hmm. I'll bet he made... That guy probably never has to work again a day in his life. No, he's getting drinks bought for him wherever he goes. No, actually, they buy water and he turns into wine. Uh, <laughs> that's, cool. that's good. <laughs> Uh, Avatar, All right. hot garbage. Avatar, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I love Avatar. That, did you really? I, I am a huge Avatar guy. Not I anymore. No, it. like you Avatar. saw it once and you thought it was good, but then like you went back and rewatched it as like uh, an adult with a couple more years of maturity under your belt, and you thought hey, it no, was. No, that movie right? speaks to me. That movie speaks to the garbage human I am. So it fits right in line with who I am. I'm, I'm in. I'm all in on everything about that movie. 
Here's the thing. I'm going to go real quick. It's right where it needs to be in the ratings. I think so. Yeah, what I, do you I think, thought Pat? it was pretty good. I, I'm not big into Avatar. I didn't really care for it. Here's what I think. I think that they built a beautiful world that I want to spend some time. Out. Yes, beautiful little world that they created there. Uh, I saw it in 3D. I've never been so underwhelmed by an experience in my life. You mean to tell me you got like flying prehistoric birds that you can plug your hair into and become a killing machine, and I can't get any of that in 3D, but I got little lightning bugs floating around with my goggles on? I thought it was garbage. I thought it was terrible. It was like, it was Fern Gully. It was, it was, it was, it was a live-action Fern Gully is what it was. The, the idea's been done. All right, I'm over it. I'm over it. I'm, I'm tired of the of the the crazy liberal undertones of that movie and how we're destroying planets and we're we're nation building with our marine forces and we've got mechs. I hate Avatar and I hate James Cameron for making it. There, I said it. According to Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, people are migrating up here because it's so hot down there because of global warming. the war on drugs. <laughs> The war on drugs. She says global warming. The war on drugs. I, was, that, was that real? Was that a satire tweet? No, that's a real tweet. I can't tell anymore. That's a real I tweet. Cannot and there's, tell a, there's a lot of people that actually think that. And you know what? More power to them. But guess what? Everybody's moving here from Central America because we keep propping up drug wars between warring tribes. Uh, and basically, they're trying to leave like the highest murder uh, rate area in the entire world. And it has nothing to do with climate change and everything to do with the fact that uh, they got an AK-47 pointed at their kid's face because these guys are trying to move cocaine because it's illegal because we we bolster black markets with our governments. That's what's happening. All right. Let's, let's go ahead. I'm sorry. I thought this was America. Let's go ahead and get to our next movie. This might up. be the last one. All right. Um, obviously, you know my thoughts on this. However, out of all of Kevin Smith's awful movies, this, this one I did kind of like because the great Chris Rock and Will Ferrell are both in it, and they did great. And that's Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. I'm going to say it's right where it needs to be. Moderately good. I love Jay and Silent. You, I, you know me. I have a soft spot for Kevin Smith. I don't think that uh, he, I, you know, he's he's had some missteps, uh, but he's he's made some fine fine productions. Uh, Jay and Silent Bob was actually kind of ranks further down the list for me. Uh, but that's not the only movie that Chris Rock is in uh, that Kevin Smith's done because Dogma is brilliant. Dogma is a brilliant. I, okay, flick. I have seen Dogma. Brilliant flick. I, I think that uh, would be right up your alley. I'm surprised you I, don't like it. You should revisit that. I, I think it's also decent. Okay. That's pretty good. But Clerks and Clerks 2. Wow. Anybody that thinks Clerks 2 fun is funny, I just don't get you. I, I love Clerks 2. We, we cuss a lot. Get it? There's no, like... It's not clever at all. There's uh, no, you revisit it's just, it's a, it. It's just a guy saying a lot of... Revisit it with your lot. black heart, Seth. I'm not 13. I don't live off frozen burritos and smoke... Well, I do smoke. Uh, <laughs> you do? Allegedly? No, I don't. I don't, I don't smoke weed through a, a bong I made out of a Taco Bell cup. You're an Okie from I, Muscogee. You don't get your kicks on Jay and Silent LSD. Bob Strike Back. Is it whack? I love Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. My man. All right. Are you, <laughs> I could tell. What the... When I met you, internet? I was like, I'll bet he loves... See, oh, I, I, oh gosh, we're about to be bombarded. Yeah. But like, go ahead. Yeah, I, I loved like Kevin Smith's work up through Clerks Two, and then everything after that's been kind of eh. Even Jersey Girl is a good flick. Yeah, Jersey Girl. Jersey Girl. Jersey great. Girl's good. Yeah, it's like Mallrats. I thought was a snooze fest. Yeah, oh. yeah. Mallrats is like is the weakest of like the viewers oh. universe. But oh. you think so? Chasing Amy's no. great. Oh no! Trust I me, I love chasing Amy. I, yeah, I think it's like. Isn't that about like a lesbian and the guy has a crush on her? And dude, first off, if you ever talk about Joey Lauren Adams like that ever again in my presence, we're gonna throw down because Joey Lauren Adams is not just some lesbian. Okay. Get him. Uh, I just you, asked him. you don't talk about I, I, Joey I Lauren asked. like that around me, sir. No. Get him. I just asked if the character she was playing. Yes, yeah, she's a lesbian, and that's the plot. Ish. And Ben Affleck is trying to flip her. He's trying to trying to turn her. Uh, Here to switch teams. And and he's also got uh, his hetero life mate, or so he thinks is his hetero life mate, has kind of a closet crush on him. Uh, it's a it's a coming of age story, uh, and it's 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 a very powerful movie uh, for the LGBTQ community. Um, and I can't believe that you're choosing to be a bigot right now. I am. Oh wow, he connected a lot of dots there all on your own. But uh, really, I'm just, I'm just got, okay. You know what? I'll watch chasing. Let's watch chasing Amy. What are you doing? Uh, I'm, no, I'm busy tomorrow. I, I got this thing. But no, I'll watch chasing Amy, and I'll, I'll get back to you. Give me, give me another one. We got time for one. We more. got time for all kinds of. Them. Uh, do you guys want to do it or Napoleon Dynamite? I think That's we can like be so on both of them. Yeah. It, I thought, uh, we're, we're not talking about the remake because I neither of us have you seen the remake? I, nope. Nobody in here. Seen I the saw remake. the first sure twenty minutes. I, it doesn't look good. It's 
the first 20 minutes were uh, more nerve-wracking to me than, like, say, the, the first 20. The original It is a slow movie. It's kind of a, you know, it's very slow going, very creepy, builds yeah. a lot of... The, the, the remake is... Uh-oh. It's tough. The remake is tough. Hi. Yeah. We have been joined, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh, you sound so Hi, much Steve. better. Now <laughs> so who, won, who what was the outcome? What we, we won. Good guys won again. The yellow shirts. There you go. Yeah. No, they. this guy was so much better. This guy, this time, this coach. You feel, still need you another feel better guy. about where you're at? A little bit. Still glorified babysitting. I expected a little bit more out of the premier uh, soccer group in St. Louis. But this week was better. Good. I'm glad. Lot, lot, lot less people. Ollie, did Ollie put any? Uh, lot less people. Any good touches on the ball? Did he? Did he take? He's a natural he, born stopper. Did he? he wants to play forward. Line? Oh, he's goalie. Get any goals? He's, is he the he's keeper? A, hey, listen. You teach him a little step down defense. He'll be a great little fullback. He knows how to be in the way. Yeah, that's his, that's his deal. That's, that's his game. He stops the ball and he distributes. He's a perfect center midfielder. He wants to play up top, and I'm like, kid, okay. He's, he's too unselfish. He's too unselfish You're to play up striker, top. Not a striker, kid. Nope. You're not a striker. You don't have the selfish. I was a right wing, and sometimes I'd play halfback. And halfback is a smoker. You got to you play in 1965. Because yes. those are terms they do not use anymore. Yes, they do. He's actually a flanker. Okay, I played in the early, ni- early late 90s. Well, as, soon as, as soon as he got done, he actually participated in some old-timey bare-knuckle fighting matches in the alley. Get back to the The old-fashioned fisticuffs. Yes. Thank you. Get back to the factory now, kids. Yes. <laughs> I like to throw hands. Can we get these kids a ball? They've been kicking around the same old newspaper for just weeks. That condom filled with pennies isn't going to get the job done anymore. We are really covering the prophylactic angle tonight. Uh, so. Regular Trojan. It. The old it. One Overrated, the, underrated. One of the best horror movies of all time. Traumatized me as a kid. Truly. Just Truly at the right horrifying. time in my life. You want to talk about a, a movie that I think uh, uh, created a whole new phobia. It already existed, but it for now, I think more people are creeped out by clowns than the opposite. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Most people sure. are – clowns are unnerving. Yeah. Especially those – especially <laughs> so those loud. French clowns. <laughs> are you talking about mine? <laughs> They're so quiet. <laughs> It's like if Tim Curry's playing like the villain, Baby Miller goes to become afraid of whatever he's playing. Listen, I like my Tim Curry in fishnets and lipstick. Okay? Oh, yes. I'm a Frankenfurter guy. I like him uh, as a butler. Ooh, Clue. yes. I, I, I know. I, know. I, see, <laughs> I see you over there. It is a tremendous movie. Yeah. Have you seen the remake? For a made-for-TV movie, the original is unreal. Um, the remake is phenomenal, too. I I'm, I got 20 Bye. minutes in. I'm like, <laughs> I'm out. Petra. Bye. A lot more like, whoa, like Jumpy. strobe light the scare. Clown, the clown, though, looked more like something you'd see on a T-shirt at Hot Topic. Thing. 100%. Yeah, I didn't 100%. like that clown. No, I like but, the other clowns. Uh, just, I believe just that clown himself. Just maybe really Alexander Skarsgård, I think, maybe plays him. And he, really? And he is he's unnerving. I thought he's it was Bill Skarsgård. Yeah, that, okay, whatever. It's a Skarsgård. Give Bill me a break. Or, I, 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 think I no can't remember his name. All of a sudden, I step out of line on the finish, people. <laughs> One time, Pat, and you got to bring me right back in. No, I think you're right. It is Bill Skarsgård. Uh, there's some relation there. Come on. Uh, what do you think? What do you think? It. <laughs> I say, yeah, I, I like the original. I like the original one, especially especially Tim Curry as the clown. And also, you know, the late Harry Anderson as, like, the guy who uh, in the library gets all the, like, you know, the, the balloons. Yes. Okay. All right. Mm. Yeah, Harry T. Stone. Yeah. From Night Court. Oh, yeah, yeah. he's in the original. My dad sat next to him on a plane to Vegas one time. Huh. That's a claim to fame. Yeah. Hey, a one degree of separation. Me and old Judge Harry. Yeah. I wouldn't call that a degree of separation. You don't know me. Uh, how about Napoleon Dynamite? You want to get into Napoleon? Okay, we can do that. I thought, in, I thought it was underrated. I thought it was so funny. Have you watched it recently? Yes, I still laugh. I have not just, seen it in years. When it first came out, I did think that it was so different and so funny because I – is that what Idaho's really like? Tina? It's like mid-90s Idaho or something like I that. I wouldn't be surprised. It's, shout out to all of our Idahoans. Pat hates you. So, <laughs> uh, Pat, I'll give you one last day. Steve's in the house. We're about ready to jump to break. Plug your comedy one more time. Where can they come see you? Can they find you on social media? What can we do to help you out, Pat? Oh, what can we do? All right, yeah. We're not going to just give you money, though, so don't ask. Yeah, I'm not. Oh, darn. Well, yeah. Instagram, I'm at Breaking Pat. Yeah, and then tomorrow night, I'm at Apotheosis, uh, 8 p.m. Come see it. $5 to get in. And Wednesday, I'm on Yours, Mine, and Ours at the Heavy Anchor. 
five dollars, and then Easter Sunday, I'm on a secret house show that the that if you uh, it's called Please Eat My Food. Okay. Yeah. It, yeah. Mm. Yeah, but is that at someone's house? Yeah, it's at someone's house. It's like a house party, but instead of a DJ, we're gonna have comics. Yeah, and they don't. Huh. They, they never release the uh, the address until the day of. Kind of like with those secret concerts that dude, uh, like uh, uh, where's Fluffy? Yeah, uh, Nick and Nora's Nora's Infinite play- playlist. Yes, that's my dream. Oh, so like you got people showing up to the wrong houses all the time. They're like, oh god, it's this comic, and you're you're the you're the main event. They got they got to follow they got to follow the the clues and get there. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so terrific. Pat, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, man. thanks for having me. You got it, man. You come- I just got a brilliant idea. How about like almost like Christmas caroling, but it's just comics staying outside people's houses and telling just, jokes. Just working goofs. And you have to give them money and they'll go away. Just with yes. a bullhorn. With a bullhorn shouting at the house. Just working goofs. Working goofs, guys. Working goofs. Guys. Cracking uh, wise. On the other side of the break, we're going to talk about uh, – Steve's going to tear down the, the premier um, soccer club of St. Louis. Uh, Loser I'm, up one nothing. I'm going to – Oh, nice. Loser up one nothing. Yeah. Good guys uh, up one uh, Let's go, Blues. All right, there you go. I, I'm not a hockey guy, and I knew that. Uh, let's, let's jump to break on the other side. Steve's got that story. I've got an encouraging story about a municipal judge. Uh, we're going to talk about some streaming picks. We're going to talk about our boy Julian Assange. We're going to recap – uh, excuse me, Mo, help me out. MCIA, MCIA Canacon, Canacon STL. Thank you, Steve. Thank you. It's usually me bringing him in line. Yeah. This is why we work this so well together. This is why we work so well together. This is Hoosier Fiskin on WGNU 920AM.com. We'll catch you on the other side of the break.